Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's hour three. Our pre-Thanksgiving show, live in L.A., it's the herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making that part of your day. You know, I was thinking about this um, Thanksgiving's tomorrow, and it's a great holiday, but it can also be sad for people, um, you know, who aren't with family. And I was thinking, J-Mac, what I'm thankful for. So I was driving in this morning. I always drive in about 5.55 in the morning, 5.50. And when I was a kid, nobody in my family liked sports. Nobody. Mom didn't. Sister didn't. Dad didn't. Stepdad didn't. In my community, nobody liked sports like I did. Hmm. I grew up in kind of a hunting, fishing part of the country. And even the guys who played sports didn't love sports. In my high school, I was always close with my my football coach or my basketball coach because they could talk about sports history. So I grew up in an area and a family, sisters never care about it, nobody liked sports. And so my entire life socially, I've tried to find people because I like watching it and go and see games and one of the things I'm always thankful for is I watch games on TV and the weather stinks and it's cold and windy. The tickets can be expensive. I know these people go into baseball, basketball games are getting home at 1130 at night. They're driving 45 minutes. They're taking their family games over tickets, expensive, come downstairs and they just pour their hearts and their soul into sports. They love it as much as I loved it. And it's amazing to me. One of the things I'm always struck by in America, and this is obviously global, but I don't live globally. I live locally, right? Every town I've lived in, Tampa, Seattle, Portland, Los Angeles, Connecticut, whether it's women's basketball in Connecticut or it's baseball and NBA in Los Angeles, NBA in Portland, college football in Seattle, NFL in Tampa, the love and the, the 
passion and the the willingness to give so much to sports. And as a kid, I always felt weird and odd because nobody likes sports like I. Mm. I grew up rurally. You grew up in a city or near a town. Mm. You didn't either. Like I, I just oh, always suburbs, loved sports, yeah. and I could never find anybody who loved it as much as I did. And it was weird and hard to find friends in college who liked sports as much as I did. And I just watch all these Americans, and I'm like, oh, they like it as much as I do. And they understand how much it moves me and how much I can't wait for Michigan-Ohio State and the <laughs> Apple Cup. And it's, I mean, I can't wait for Sundays, and I can't wait for a big UFC fight or the World Cup. And my whole life I was searching for that. And it's like, when I watch these games, I'm, it, it always pops into my head. It's 9.50 on a work night. It's a Tuesday in Los Angeles. I know how bad the traffic is out of Staples or crypto or whatever. Hmm. And these people are staying to the last bucket. Wow. And I'm thankful for that. And yeah, I'm definitely with the family. One of those, let's leave early and beat the traffic, guys. I always want to bail just a little bit early. That traffic at the end is brutal. Getting out of like Dodger Stadium. Have you tried to do that? Listen, I just It's not worth it. Thank you for all you youth coaches for you players, you weekend warriors, all you people that love sports, your passion is why I can do this and do it for a long time and build an audience and just be very lucky to do this. So it's, it's you know, the fans can drive me nuts sometimes with their myopia and recency bias, but that passion is not only what pays me, but it affords me the life to just talk and love sports. And I have my whole life. And I'm just, every time I watch a sold-out stadium on a Tuesday night, I'm like, those people are getting home at midnight. They love it as much as I do, which is cool. Uh, speaking of love, Ohio State and Michigan don't have any for each other. <laughs> it's the best rivalry in college sports. And uh, I like Michigan in this game, but I do think um, Vegas knows what they're doing. And the line's a field goal, basically. So two great defenses. I think Ohio State is a better run team, and the better run team always wins. And I think they have the better quarterback, and I think it matters. And they're in Ann Arbor, and I think it matters. But Joel Klatt talked about what he thinks one of the big keys in the game is. My question is how Michigan protects the passer. They didn't have Ladarius Henderson, one of their tackles, last week. They got Miles Hinton hurt. That hurts their depth. He came in to replace Henderson. Where are they at protecting the passer? Because I don't believe against this Ohio State defense, as veteran as it is, as, as sound as it is, as, as quality as they have been against the run, you can't do what you did the last couple of years and just run the football in the second half. You can't do what you did to Penn State and just run it 32 straight times. So, so that's going to be, I think, the biggest factor in the game, is will Michigan be able to throw the ball? Uh, the other thing that, that gives me pause on liking Michigan is that you can beat Maryland and Penn State and Michigan State and Iowa and Nebraska without your coach on the sideline. Ohio State, I mean, I don't even know the last time Ohio State lost a road game. <laughs> I mean, they, they win more on the road than everybody else in the Big Ten, except Michigan wins at home. So they're just different. They got they they rec they recruit like an SEC team, uh, and then you know I mean they they recruit better than Michigan generally. I think over the last ten to fifteen years, even though Michigan recruits at a high level, Ohio State recruits at like a Bama Georgia level, and so um, I do think in these big emotional games, not having the coach say fake the punt, it matters because it, these games are going to be bully on bully. 
They're going to be like Niners and Cowboys. It's going to be Eagles and Niners. I, I don't know if you can win games like this without your coach, even if I think Michigan's better. And Urban Meyer yesterday on the challenges of not having Harbaugh on the sidelines. Let's think about what a, what a uh, coach, not a play caller, but a head coach does. It's the obvious. It's fourth down, punt, kick a field goal. It's uh, go for two, kick the extra point. But then there's not so obvious, and that's trick plays. It's the fake punt. It's the uh, uh, who's going to be going in a tailback this series. You know, when do we take that shot? Shots are such a huge part of this game. And that's there's only one guy's call, and that's the head coaches. Yeah, I, that 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 is... I re- if Harbaugh was on the sideline, I'd have great uh, a unified opinion. Uh, I like him, but it is a big deal. Um, it is it, these kind of games. Beating Ohio State, Georgia was lucky to beat Ohio State. They got they got a break. Harrison got hurt. <laughs> Clemson that year, I bet a fortune on Clemson. A bit lucky, they got a call or two. Like well, beating Ohio State is 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 just infrequent. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can do it without your head coach. And he's not just a coach. He's obviously a very good coach. And I think I think Harbaugh's got an ability at halftime or pregame to sort of create clarity in a locker room. And he's. I know guys that have coached on his staff. You know, Jim isn't just about schematics. He's about the big picture and clarity and toughness and resilience. It's like it's a very Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions thing. Dan Campbell doesn't have to be in a headset to matter at halftime, pregame, postgame. Some coaches just have an it quality, and I think Harbaugh does. Um, Clad also made an interesting point about the Harbaugh situation, how it could affect both teams. It's not about being angry. Okay, It's not about being more motivated. Right? That's, that's not a thing. A thing is being more disciplined, more focused on your preparation. And, and I think what, what happened to Ohio State over the last couple of years has uniquely focused them on this matchup and this game and what they need to do to win it. Whereas what you're talking about, about being pissed, Michigan's pissed, well, that doesn't do anything for you unless that is turned into and channeled into focus and preparation. So if they're mad at the conference, that's a distraction. The quickest way to be defeated is to be distracted. So my gut is... All things in, it's kind of 26-23 Michigan. That's kind of what I feel. Maybe 24-20 Michigan. I think it's pretty low scoring. I, I think these are great defenses. And I think Michigan, without Harbaugh, is probably going to be a more conservative Michigan. That's my guess is if Jim's not there, the assistants are not going to be roll-the-dice coaches. I mean, if you took over a business because your boss is sick, you're not going to go out there and, I'm going to be super aggressive, boss isn't here. You're probably going to go the other way. I don't want to lose this game. If Harbaugh was on the sidelines, Michigan would be, I'm going to go win this game. But when you replace Harbaugh and put an assistant in, it's, I don't want to screw this up for Jim. So I think you're going to get a more compressed, conservative Michigan offense against a great defense, and it's going to keep it really close. I like Michigan, but I i mean, just ask yourself. If the boss is gone for a day and there's big business decisions and you can't get a hold of him and they can't get a hold of Jim, you'd, you'd err on the side of conservative. Don't screw it up for the boss. So a conservative Michigan offense at home, close, mid-fourth, Michigan kind of feels like, you kind of feel like they get that last big push, but that's where I am on, on it right now. You in that same sort of ballpark? 
Yeah, I think thirty to thirteen, Michigan. That's my. That's Whoa. My, yeah. Wait, is that that's not a blowout? That's a blowout. Thirty nah, to could 13? be a late touchdown run, you know, to really dig it into Ryan Day because there's a great article in Sports Illustrated. I think I sent it to you this week about Ryan Day and Jim Harbaugh and some of that back and forth stuff. They, oh, like, they don't like each other at all, um, and the fan bases, you know, hate each other and like the it's just it's ugly. And I think if one of them has a chance to put it on late. Just add How up. do you score 30 it's, points on Ohio State's defense? I don't know. Do they got two? They, they dropped 42 last year, 45 the year before, something well, like that. Well, I know, but now they're, they're both their rush ends now are like first-round guys. That's fair. Like I, I'm just – I'm going to tell you something. Ohio State, between receivers and rush ends, they got dudes. Like they're, they're better than Bama to me. Receivers and rush ends right now. Like Bama and Georgia, USC – or Bama, Georgia, Ohio State – Rush ends and receivers. That's those they they got dudes. I know you're you know, kind of on the Jim Harbaugh should stay, but do you think which result do you think would drive him out more likely? A win or a loss? I think the obvious answer is a win. Yeah. That he could say I'm done with it. And it um, goes back to the playoff where he can coach. <laughs> well, assuming they win the Big Ten title game, but I mean they'll be a double digit favorite in that one. Yeah, I think if you win, but I, I, I don't know. I think he's he's really important for college football. I don't think he's necessary because of his brother being in NFL football. I, I don't think Fields. he cares about college football. He cares yeah. about winning. And well, like he, he cares about Michigan. He's a, he's a, the he, way that he's been treated during this process. Well, this let, no, kangaroo court nonsense. Come well, on. no, but that let's some of that is you can't blame everybody else for stuff. That's that's it's. I'm Jim, sure that they bent Jim, the rules and well, did Jim some has stuff. pushed the envelope for the record. So did Pete Carroll. They're no, both great it, coaches. It, Colin, it's more about. The NCAA going to the media and saying he's suspended and then alerting Michigan 30 minutes later. Like, that's stupid. Well, don't be dumb like that. That happens a lot these days. That's wrong. I think that's messed up. Well, I don't disagree. They'd be like, hey, if you were getting rid of me on this show yeah. and you went and leaked it to the media before even telling me. You know what I'd you do? Don't I'd, think go, I'd, go, I'd, go, I'd, go, I'd go leak it to the big lead just to really oh, stick it to that, you. That would, that would really hurt. <laughs> that, would, that would sting. <laughs> I would not. The holiday, that wasn't very nice. All right, I got a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, sign up. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, download the app. A lot of fun. Now for my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. Jake Browning is good enough to run the offense. I'll take the Bengals at home plus one over the Steelers. Offense for Pittsburgh can't move the chains. I'll take the Colts. Offensive coach off a bye, Gardner Minshew, minus two and a half, hosting the Bucks. I think the Colts are a scrappy team, and off a bye, they'll win. And the Cardinals, plus one at home to beat the Rams. Rams were severely outplayed by Seattle, but pulled it out late because Seattle went to a backup quarterback. I'll take the Bengals, Colts, and Cards. If you want to take the Herd Parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, the code is HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. Decovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Decovis boots made by hand, time-honored tradition with timeless styles, always on trend. They have first wear comfort, with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. If you can't make it to a store, Visit decovas.com, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. All right, here we go. 44 years, NFL film, fantasy football, betting on football, smarter in football. Greg Cosell delivers. All right, so the Steelers fired their offensive coordinator, who was the worst statistically in the Mike Tomlin era. (laughs) You like Kenny Pickett more than I do. I think he's mostly a guy. Do you think a new coach could change his production? I do. Um, You know, I think that this was a difficult pass game to watch. Um, There were not a lot of concepts that allowed the quarterback to be cleaner with reads and throws. Um, There were a lot of outside-the-numbers throws, one-on-one throws. There were not a lot of between-the-number concepts. Um, So we'll see how it plays out. One thing that they did do well, and I was surprised they didn't do more of it, is use George Pickens, who's an outstanding boundary X receiver. Um, they, They made some plays 
doing that where they would go with four receivers to one side, the wide side of the field, and they'd use Pickens in one-on-one matchups. And it was effective, whether he would run in-breakers or back-shoulder fades. But I would just, you know, when you watch teams pass games, and you know this, Colin, you can see when the route concepts are, are structured well. You can see when there's good spacing. You can see when there's good balance. You can see when they provide answers for the quarterback. You didn't really see that with the Steelers. So, again, I'm not suggesting Kenny Pickett is all of a sudden going to become a top five or top ten quarterback in the league. But I think you're trying to clear up the picture for him, and you're trying to give him more answers. And I don't think that that was really the case with the Steelers. Uh, Chiefs suddenly can't score in the second half. How concerned would you be? What does the tape say? Yeah, I think there's a number of concerns. Um, You know, Mahomes has been the best quarterback in football, clearly. I mean, he's that guy. Um, He's not having his best season. Sometimes that happens. Um, You know, I think that there's a couple of things. I'm not in his head, but I will tell you this when you watch the tape, Colin. There are two offensive tackles, Smith at left tackle and Taylor right tackle. They really struggle in one-on-one pass protection. And that gets into a quarterback's head because now you're anticipating pressure. And Mahomes does have a tendency to move prematurely anyway and often makes unbelievable plays when he does do that. But I think at times he's moving a little prematurely and those plays are not happening. And the other thing that's really showing up, you really saw it on Monday night, and you'll probably continue to see it depending on the nature of the opponent, is they're starting to use Kelsey to chip to help the tackles. And boy, does that limit their pass game because Kelsey's the best there is at his position. And I I don't think that Mahomes has been a comfortable player this year. Um, Now, could that change any game? Of course it could because he's a special guy. But this year has not been his best season. Okay, um, let's get into matchups. Niners, Seahawks. Um, You know, Brock Purdy, it's Tampa. But he does make these throws about three a game where I'm like, all right, that's a big-time throw. Does the tape say that? Well, the way I would talk about Brock Purdy is this, and he does make those throws, by the way, Colin, and you're correct. What I'd say is this. Every quarterback is a system quarterback because they are taught a system that the, the offensive coordinator or head coach would like them to execute as often as possible. In an ideal world, you want your quarterback to be able to throw to his primary read. That doesn't happen all the time, as we know. So then you have to give them answers within your route concepts. What I would say about Brock Purdy is he is a high-level executor of the system he's being asked to execute. And I think that's what quarterback play is ultimately about. Now, there's no question that we get caught up, and and it's, it's a good thing at times with quarterbacks that can run around and make plays with the idea that if you can't do that in today's NFL, then you can't be a high-level quarterback. Purdy has enough mobility that he can make plays with his legs and get outside the pocket, but at his core, he's a high-level executor of the offense that he's asked to execute, and he makes the throws that are necessary within that offense. And in totality, when you look at the body of his work since he became a starter, he has done that at a pretty high level. So I was surprised the Dolphins kind of scuffed around against a Raiders team traveling Uh cross-country with an interim everything, backup quarterback, interim coach, and now you face a Jets team that's desperate with a really good defense. Your thoughts on the Miami offense in Tua? Uh, He's going to face a real pass rush. It's a more complete defense than the Raiders. What do you expect? 
Yeah, I, you know, I think the more you watch Miami, the more you see that it is that Tua is really a specific kind of player. And he can be really, really good when he's able to hit that back foot and deliver the football. As we're seeing right here, this was the touchdown to Hill. And there will always be plays like this in every game where he can hit that back foot and, and be that kind of player. Now, here you're seeing him where he moves, which he doesn't do very much, and that's not really his game. He's not a playmaker quarterback. Um, when when they don't have an opportunity for whatever reason for him to get rid of the ball when he hits his back foot, his efficiency drops and the pass overall pass game efficiency drops. Um, so it'll be interesting going forward because you can't just solely live on hitting your back foot, get rid of the ball. The defense will take some of those throws away. Um, and we've seen him be a little bit up and down this year. The numbers are good. Um, and I think the numbers will always be good. They obviously have the kinds of receivers that make this offense work. Because when you can hit a receiver 10, 12, 14 yards and there's some space, they have the speed to do more with the ball. But it's, it's, it's an offense where there's a lot of sort of uncertainty as well as really good plays. Okay. Uh, I, I want to jump to the Browns-Broncos. So it was always, ah. always interesting – with Russell Wilson, and you said this for years, you're like, it's it's scripted ad-libbing, you used to say, which doesn't look like anybody. Yeah. But I will say in the last two weeks, Greg, um, he's made one huge throw. Um, he's the laterals. Uh, I don't think he's as twitchy as Seattle. That could be my perception. But I do feel like I'm getting 85-ish or more percent. I don't think it, it's Russ six years ago. But it feels no. it. What it feels like to me is Sean has said, "Listen, when you're a complimentary guy and throw 26 times, you can. You're not going to make any mistakes, and you're going to complete 20 of them, and we can win that way." Whereas in Seattle, I did feel at times he had to save the team. I don't now. I think it's a. Run, it feels almost run first, screen first, where he's the where he's the off speed pitch. He's not the fastball to the offense. But what does the film say? I would agree with you. Um, I think that since their defense has taken a significant turn for the better as well, that the game has changed for the way that Denver plays. This is not the Sean Payton, Drew Brees pass game. In fact, you could argue that the run game is the starting point and the foundation of what they do and that Wilson works off of that. He's not throwing a lot of passes. Um, you know, he's not dropping back 40, 45 times a game. Um, now, maybe a specific game will demand that, and he'll have to do that, but that's not the way they want to play. They work off the run game. Wilson, uh, Wilson's an interesting guy because if you pull up the tape, Colin, you'll see plays where throws are clean and they're there, and he does not turn it loose, and then it becomes him trying to run and sometimes getting sacked. Um, so he's always going to be that guy, but you're right. It's, it's not what it was, certainly in Seattle. He can still throw a nice deep ball, um, but – there's not, there's not a snap-to-snap -snap efficiency to his game. He can still make throws, and if this game is close, and as I said, their defense has a lot to do with this, and that's what he had in Seattle as well, then he can be in games in the fourth quarter, and my guess is he still probably scares some D coordinators if they're in the game in the fourth quarter. Really interesting game, Bills-Eagles. So Ken Dorsey gets yeah. fired. Did Josh Allen, was the offense a little different? with a new play caller first thing i noticed was more motion 
And I think a lot of teams in the NFL use motion, a lot of good teams. You see the 49ers use it, the Dolphins use it, the Chiefs are masters of motion. You saw more, more motion. Um, and I think one thing that they're going to try to do, and I think as good as Josh Allen can be, you need to try to continue to get Josh Allen to play with more precision from the pocket. You can't live off those random outside of structure plays. It's just hard to live that way in the, in the league. And you saw that a bit last week with the route concept where he was able to play with a little more precision. And the play we're just looking at right now is a great example of that. And then he can make those throws like the 81-yard touchdown to Khalil Shakir sitting on his back foot and driving the ball down the field that not a lot of quarterbacks can make. But you want to give him route concepts at the intermediate levels in which he can get the ball out to his primary, he can see it cleanly, and he can get the ball out. You want to work toward that. Now, Jalen Hurts. One rush in the first half, 11 in the second. I watched the first half, yeah. and I, th I thought, you're getting too cute, Philadelphia. You're getting too cute. I want Jalen moving, keeping, rolling, and they did. Does that concern you that they could be dependent on that, or is it was it just the matchup with a good Kansas City defense where that worked? Well, I think it was specific to Kansas City because if you go back to the Super Bowl, in the first half alone in the Super Bowl, he had 10 design runs for 52 yards. So that was clearly something they wanted to do against the Chiefs because the Chiefs show you a lot of looks. I don't think there's another coach, defensive coach in the NFL that uses defensive backs in the blitz game as pass rushers better than Steve Spagnuolo. And they got caught a couple of times. And I think they were trying to calm that down, to quiet that, get Jalen Hurts to be a factor as a runner, because that dictates how defenses have to line up. And it changes what defenses do. So I thought the Eagles did a great job in that game of doing what was necessary. And this was the big throw in the game to Devonta Smith, the 41-yarder, which actually was a, a great Great play by Hertz, both pre- and post-snap because of what he saw. Um, and then, of course, the touchdown run, which put them ahead, um, there was actually a, a, a blitz by a defensive back there, and they ran away from the blitz, so they beat the blitz there. But, yeah, I think, I think Hertz's legs, they were a critical, critical factor a year ago in the, in the Eagles' offense, Colin, because it changes the way defenses have to line up. And then the Eagles understand that, and they're able to attack it. Finally, Ravens Chargers. Uh, I, I'm just sort of over defending Lamar Jackson. I've said this with quarterbacks. If I see special, like Kyler Murray, I've defended for years. It looks different. It's there's some special there. Then then they're my franchise quarterback. I don't see a lot of it with Jordan Love or Mac Jones or Kenny Pickett. But Lamar, it's like, folks, if you can't see the special, there's not much I can do. I don't have to pour over tape. What did you see for Lamar Thursday against the Bengals? You liked or didn't? Yeah, you know, it's funny you talk about that. I mean, I'm not saying I disagree with you, but yeah. I sometimes think that snap after snap after snap, proper execution is special in its own way. Yeah. There, there doesn't have to be just that one play that we go, oh, my God. You know, we don't need to see a 470-foot home run to know that a guy's a power hit. <laughs> um, you know, uh, I think I think Lamar, for the most part this year, has played well. I think he's gotten a good feel for the route concepts with Todd Monken. They're doing more things, high-low concepts, uh, different concepts that make you know that make it cleaner for Lamar to read and throw. And I think overall he's played well. They still have a very good run game. Yes, um, 
Is he maybe the same quarterback he was three or four years ago in terms of his running? I would say he probably is. They just don't do that as much. And maybe that's a good thing because he, he can get worn out. But their pass game has been far, far more efficient. Obviously, they lost Mark Andrews. We'll see how they choose to play going forward with the players that they put out there. Um, but I, I think he's played well. Maybe you don't see those amazing plays, Colin, but I think when you see him snap after snap after snap, there's been an efficiency to his game that's been really positive. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend. We'll see you next Thursday at your regularly scheduled time. Greg, as always, thank you so much. Colin, have a great holiday. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Good week of football. Great weekend. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Let's start in Pittsburgh where Kenny Pickett and that putrid Steelers offense, uh, you know, they get rid of Matt Canada. Everybody's excited about the prospects. Well, Mike Tomlin was asked about how the move will affect Kenny Pickett's long-term development. Here's what his response was. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm focused on this week in terms of the development of Kenny. Um, you know, we're not urinating on the fire, man. Um, we're, we're, we're getting ready to play a football game and win this week. Um, that is the only agenda here. Um, it's not big picture and 2024 and all of that. This organization is not wired like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. anyways. Um, I don't know. Where are, where are you on Pickett? You've turned a corner on Jordan Love. You were in, no, I now haven't. you're No, I out. haven't. No, I haven't. I haven't turned a corner on Jordan well, you, Love. You shot the stat that last five games, he's playing a lot better. He's... There's no question he's showing growth. I don't think he's, and I do think all these young generational receiver tight, they're in the same generation. Aaron, you don't want to deal with these kids. He wants to hang with them. Same text, same music, same ideas. Green Bay's offense now is young and growing together. I thought it was okay. old Aaron and young kids that didn't, didn't work. So I think this coach is young. The receivers are young. The tight end is young. They're going to draft a left tackle. This group of guys with Jordan Love, they could grow together. I don't see him as a hoist the trophy guy. Just pick it. Is I'm out. I'm done. Uh, done. Done. It's yeah, I'm, I'm, it doesn't work for me. I do think he would be better served with a more progressive system and culture, but I think the ceiling's pretty darn low. Yeah. Um, I think the ceiling's closer to Mac Jones than any of us want to admit. I'm not officially done with him. I was bullish coming into the season, and cr- as crazy as it sounds, um, you know, they're in the playoff mix. We can we can scoff and pick it all we want. They've been outgaining every game and blah, 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 but um, I like them this week against uh, the Bengals. You do? One and a half? No? In Cincinnati? I don't... Don't you give them the new OC, new play-calling bump? You know no, that, like... I mean, Josh Allen got one. Antonio so. Pierce, new head coach bump. No, like, things yeah. change. There's no, a little bit of a bump. No, and Jake Browning's a clown. Come on. Wait, okay. no, let's be a little more positive. It's Fine. Thanksgiving. He's been in the league since 2019, and he hasn't done a dang thing. Sorry. It's Thanksgiving week. I should be nicer. Let's move on. Uh, Josh <laughs> Allen had a big game for the Bills against my Jets last week. The offense was in need of a spark. Interim OC Joe Brady said the whole team got a lift from Allen's impressive performance. Just wanted to be Josh Allen, um, you know, uh, you know the fun, the excitement that he kind of plays with. Um, look at I feed off of it, you know. And end of the day, at the end of the day, man, this is this is a game we're supposed to have fun. Um, I have a I have a ton of fun coaching, you know. I know our guys have a lot of fun playing, and so uh, I think the guys obviously fed off of it as well. 
That's an, it's probably the best game of the weekend. Bills Ooh, and Eagles. Interesting. Ohio so State, I see the Michigan. minus three on the screen. I'm like, how? This was three and a half. It, it, you know, you got to shop around, as they say in the industry. You want the hook in this game. I have. I'm I'm on the Bills. I might put some money line on the Bills. So I, I told you during commercial break, Eagles just played the Chiefs rematch from the Super Bowl. Next week, Eagles play the Niners rematch from the NFC. Oh, that's a good point. And that's like a you know number one seed. If San Francisco loses, they're out on the number one. Eagles win that. Ooh. I can see them just letting their guard down, not being as excited for no, a Buffalo sh- team. It's not been great. Short week. Short week. Yeah. And that 49ers game is already getting more talked about than this Bills game. Buffalo's down. I don't love the Bills this season, but I do think they'll be plucky here. All right. I like that take. Final story, Justin Jefferson. Jeez. Killing my fantasy team, JJ. He's missed six games with a hamstring injury. Vikings did go 5-1 and one without him. Some fans are desperate to get him back on the field, and he made it clear he's not pressured into returning too soon. Here's JJ. My health is way more important than you winning your fantasy game. <laughs> doesn't matter how many times y'all flood my DMs talking about me selling your team. I don't care. Okay. I like that. Well, I, listen, I mean, he's he was my first-round pick in my fantasy league, and uh, I know you don't care, and neither does Justin Jefferson. I'm not asking him to come back early. He's got way more at stake, you know, with, it, with uh, hey, you know, staying you healthy. And- Minnesota is a not only a good story – their offensive pieces, they just need to find their star quarterback. Minute, Whatever yeah, it, young guy they draft, you're going to get a great left tackle, a star receiver, a great number two receiver. Hawkinson's an excellent tight end, a smart offensive coach. I, I Whatever O'Connell, rookie goes to this place, you're getting it out. They're going to draft about 17-18. If Michael Penix slides, Michael Penix, yeah. rookie of the year. It, it, pro- a take probably too hot for the third hour. Um, I just think O'Connell's been so damn impressive. Yeah, he's good. That I honestly would consider packaging Justin Jefferson and exploring what the market is. Can I get a lot of picks for him? With Hawkinson at tight end, Jordan Addison, you have to consider. I don't know that you're going to get a Herschel Walker haul. Can you get two firsts? You could get a first. So here's where it gets interesting. You look, uh, who who would be up for Justin Jefferson? Well, you got to pay him. You have to have a rookie quarterback. Indianapolis Colts have a quarterback on the rookie deal. The Houston Texans. Ooh, that's spicy. I started looking at receivers. They can really go big game hunting oh. with C.J. Stroud on the rookie deal. Oh, I like they that. They can go any up a lot of places. Now, they have Tank Dell, who's been good. Um, Noah Brown's been good. Nico and, Collins. Uh, what, who, they, uh, Nico Collins. I mean, there you go. Got, those guys are twos. Twos right. and three. Good players. Can you imagine this offense with Justin Jefferson? Ooh, that is spicy. You know who's going like that? I mean, it's like, like Burrow and Chase. You know who likes that? Chase. Uh, Greg in the control room. We're giving him a lot of airtime today, huh? No Ryan more. Ryan over here is a little upset. Hey, what about Post me? Thanksgiving, what about the Bengals? No Greg talk. Burrow's down for this season, so forget <laughs> the Bengals. Anyways, by the way, Vikings three and a half on Monday Night Football versus the Bears. I don't like three and a half bets. You know me. Three and four I love. Three and a half, poison. Stay away. Fair enough. Daddy's got to pay for Christmas gifts. <laughs> okay. J-Mac with the news. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. All right. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1800 gamblernet In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Right, he's our sports gambling analyst. He's also J-Mac, a friend to America. He is giving you, he's got the courage to give you his picks of the week as we are now two-thirds through the season. Are you? Yeah, well, one of us needed to come through with some picks today. Yeah, I didn't have the courage. Maybe, maybe I'll have some liquid courage tonight. All right, we call it tomorrow's headlines today. What's it going to be, Lions and Packers? So I did kind of cheat a little bit. I, I did take all the Thanksgiving games where we have a little more information. And sure. Lions-Packers is the opener. Is a layup, Colin. The headline will be Pumpkin Iron. <laughs> Packers, an easy lift for Dan's boys. <laughs> Give me it. Dan Campbell here routing the overrated. I'm sorry, I know you like him, uh, Mr. LaFleur. Um, I, I also bet the over in this game. I just think. The Lions are going to run all over this Green Bay so defense. Do I. So do I. Packers are missing their great middle linebacker, Campbell. Uh, they're also down. Their rookie tight end is hurt. Aaron Jones is not going to play. Uh, Wicks, a receiver's down. Like, they are really beat up after that Chargers game. And let's be real. If you watch the Chargers game closely, Chargers were the side. Eckler fumbles at, like, the two-yard line. Like, eh, comical stuff. I think Detroit wins this. They know they have to keep the pressure on Philly and San Fran to get that number one seed. I like the Lions to win comfortably at home. Tomorrow's headlines today. What's it going to be? Cowboys against the Commanders. So, you know, D- Dak, as I, I pointed out Monday, he had struggled on Thanksgiving. One and five against the spread. Cowboys historically have kind of been a letdown on Thanksgiving. The headline will be, ready or not, here I crumb. Commanders can't find end zone. Sorry, Ron Rivera. Uh, I like Dallas here to win. Now, covering the spread is interesting. Washington, 5-1-1 one, and one against the spread as an underdog. Now they're getting 12 and a half points because they just lost to DeVito. I think Dallas wins this no problem, right? They should not have a major issue. Washington, though, has been frisky. Remember the two games against the Eagles? Sam Howell just didn't stop chucking. They, for some reason, show up as an underdog. 
I don't think they can beat Dallas here. Dallas, you know, Colin, you have you looked at the quarterbacks they've played this year, by the way? It's like Bryce Young, Josh no, Dobbs, no, DeVito, no. Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, uh, Daniel Jones. Like, they've beat a lot of bad quarterbacks. So then the question is, well, is Sam Howell good? I think, like, he's better than a lot of those guys I just mentioned, though. Yeah. So uh, Washington can be plucky. I do like Dallas to win, though. Um, Cowboys, they're in your Super Bowl bubble, right? Yep, close. Yeah. Right on the end. They, they should be in there. Tomorrow's headlines today, Niners a favorite against the Seahawks. Gino Smith not sounding great. Uh, Pete Carroll said he's going to play, but we'll see. Aaron Donald wrecked him last week. The headline will be Poultrygeist. Niners go feast mode on Seahawks. <laughs> yes, they are. Brock Purdy, MVP Brock Purdy. I'm fired up about him. You refuse to give the man his flowers. He is playing out of his mind. Top 10 quarterback in the league. I think the Niners, who, by the way, swept Seattle 3-0 last year, um, is not a great matchup for Seattle. Kenneth Walker down, suffered an injury. DK Metcalf not practicing with a toe injury. And Geno Smith, like, light participant in practice after he suffered the injury, left the Rams game. Drew Locke came in, and you're like, oh, he's, he's not a good quarterback. So I like San Francisco here, Colin. That secondary concerns me due to the injury and covering a big spread. Like, you've got to be up 14 or 17 late to cover six and a half. Uh, so I'm on the Niners here. I bet the Niners. Uh, Seattle has been an immense letdown. Would you say they're one of the bigger letdowns in the NFC? They've become year? a very bad third-down team on both sides of the ball. Couldn't make key stops against the Rams late despite having the personnel and couldn't get first downs late. Tomorrow's headlines today. We know who's winning. What's it going to look like? Jets, Dolphins. I didn't even want to talk about this damn game. It's just so ugly, you know? Um, Tim Boyle, the starter. Zach Wilson, likely inactive with Simeon as the backup. It's going to be a bloodbath. The headline will be Sack Friday Sale. Cheetah scores on flat screens. <laughs> Listen, uh, Sauce Gardner's talked a lot of, a lot of smack. Uh, he got beat on the Shakur touchdown this week. I don't see how the Jets keep this close, Colin. I know they're playing at home, and the defense will be excited and motivated to slow down McDaniel. And the Jets' defense played played Miami well in two games last year. They should get after Tua at the line of scrimmage. I just don't see how they score any points. I can see Boyle giving a fumble six or a pick six. I think Miami wins this fairly handily. Now, I will say I did not bet this game. Would you would you lay the lumber with Miami here on the road, favored by nine and a half or ten? Um, I'd stay away from it. I do think the Niners are the side. If if Brock, wait wait, it, it, Dolphins. Not, yeah, I know that. I wouldn't lay it. The, the one game you, the two games you've said, I would do Lions Packers. That to me is a strong play, and I do think I'd take Niners as a favorite over Seattle. This one stay away game for me. Divisional matchup, yeah, and not not a pretty game. Jets have been humiliated. Teams that get humiliated play with so much pride. Miami's not going to bring in too many tricks. It's a short week. I could see just a Miami win, twenty, you know, twenty four seventeen, twenty four. Jets yeah. are getting to seventeen. I they don't scored know. six on the Bills. Fumbles happen. Finally, tomorrow's headlines today. Wolverines, Buckeyes, Listen, baby. It's bigger than any NFL game this week. Oh, it'll get, it'll get um, 20 million viewers? Close, 18. 18 to 20 million. Uh, great rivalry game, huge for the college football playoff. Jim Harbaugh's future. The headline will be, you had me at Merlot. Michigan uncorks on Buckeyes. Give me Harbaugh. Look at shirtless Jim Harbaugh there. I, I'm, I'm riding with uh, Michigan. I, I don't know. I mean, it does seem like the entire world is on Michigan here. Clatt even talked a little bit about it. 
I haven't heard anybody pick really Ohio State except one former college football player. Colin, I'm a little concerned, but I do think Michigan, if you stack the rosters next to each other, 1 through 15, 1 through 20, Michigan has far better players. Ohio State has the best player. So is there a world where they just say, we're going to force feed well, Harrison, I we're going to get him the ball Ohio everywhere? Ohio State has the best player, and then I think... Um, I, I'm Ohio I don't think the next 10, but like, no, it's, Ohio they have State's a lot got two really good defensive linemen. So I, I, mean, I, I think, I think seven of the 10, seven of, I would say seven of 10 are prime Michigan, but yeah. I, I don't know. Ohio State's got dudes everywhere. They got recruits, no doubt about it. But, you know, you look at these two defenses, two of the best defenses in the country, but is it a little Fugazi built up on like the Iowas of the world and crap teams? Like, I mean, Michigan's numbers defensively are incredible. Like, they're right. number one in many stats. Yes. And then you look at who they've played. And, like, the Penn State quarterback, I know you like him, but come on, he couldn't do it. He couldn't throw the ball down. So you think Michigan wins handily? I think handily low scoring. 30-13 is my bet. Oof, I what think, do you got? I think Michigan wins close. Four points, something like that. Over or under? I'm not. I'm not. I just want to enjoy the game. Okay. I don't want to bet it. Fair I just enough. want to enjoy the game. Hey, by the way. NetSuite.com slash herd. Happy Thanksgiving. Challenges begin to surface as a business grows. NetSuite.com slash herd. See you Monday. Be safe. Have fun. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.